G'day mate, 40 here. This is alright, ain't it? Uh, at the lighthouse here, north uh, Palm Beach, northern Sydney. Uh, thunderstorms have gone. The rain is gone. I can see clearly now. There are no obstacles in my way. Right. What a wonderful time to listen to a little uh, Richard Spencer. I'm taking care of my kids right now, so I, I don't have as much time to. No worries, Richard. But, um, the gay marriage bill, the Defense of Marriage Act, was actually supported by fewer Republicans than it was like a few months ago. And Ben Shapiro has done something where he kind of danced around issues, but he's basically um, going after the civil rights of like, well, the government doesn't have the authority to force you to serve someone. And this is all related to this um, Supreme Court case, which is one of these just totally um, synthetic, uh, you know, uh, complaints that's based on a woman who doesn't want to, in the hypothetical situation, a web designer, now she's using speech language code, and she doesn't want to hypothetically be forced to code a gay website or a gay marriage website or something. Okay, it seems legitimate. Sometimes synthetics are best. It's not like you know, natural legal cases. You know, they're always the best. Sometimes synthetics is the way you want to go. So it's just this, like, fraught, you know, uh, case where... Yeah, why should someone be forced to bake a, a wedding cake or design a website you know, celebrating something that uh, you believe, to the core of your being, is an abomination? So, you extend rights for gays at the expense of rights for non-gays. I don't know, give me a break. And it's not Bake the Cake, which we did eight years ago or something. They've, they've done the coding specifically because it's speech. Um, because, I, you know, at the end of the day, you could, if, you, if the Civil Rights Act is operative, then you can make a strong case that, like, bake, you know, baking someone a cake is ultimately no different than serving someone at a restaurant. You can't discriminate in such a situation. Um, but this, again, we're getting into speech. But, you know, it's all just kind of bullshit. I don't know about you. I prefer freedom of association. So if you don't want to serve someone, you don't serve someone. I allow people to hang out with whoever it is they want to hang out with and bake, you know, only those cakes they believe in. Yeah, it's all like conservative, it's all conservative like autism at this point. It's just... It's like conservative autism, right? It is about, you know, a fundamental understanding of the self. It comes back to, you know, do you believe that we're basically good and that we just need to give individuals and in their forms of sexual expression like more and more freedom? Or do we have more critical understanding of human nature, understand that you have to put barriers in the way of self-destruction, and that uh, traditional ways that usually work out better than newfangled ways of organizing families and communities? Right? Why should someone's freedom to practice their religion and build you know, their own life and community you know, be forcefully compromised to you know, be in service of you know, whatever is the new sexual deviance of the moment? It's like a road to nowhere. It's just these, they just keep going back to the well and there's like nothing there, right? 
Also, it's, it's all based on... Ben Shapiro said something to this effect. He actually didn't make logical sense, but he was actually getting at something. Isn't it fascinating that it's all about your... Like, if you have a holy book, you're allowed to discriminate, but not on the basis of race. So, like, you can't say, I don't want to serve black people at my restaurant because I'm, I don't want to. Yeah, so conservatives don't make a good case of their own values. Why? Because the playing field's are t- tilted so that the liberal left controls playing fields in which conservatives are forced to operate. The liberal left dominates almost all of our institutions. Therefore, conservatives have to argue with one one arm tied behind their back. And so they just don't sound as compelling or as rational as people on the liberal left because they're fighting on the enemy's battleground. Right? Preserving the right to choose you know, which weddings you celebrate, which cakes you bake, you know, what type of websites you design, it should be a fundamental right. And I don't have any holy justification for that. But you can say, I don't, want to, I don't want to serve gay, I don't want to write code for gay marriage websites because of my religion. But you can't, like... So, it's not easy to make a case against gay marriage, all right? Because... On the liberal basis of equality, now, what are you? Are you against equality, mate? But you know, paying respect for tradition, the way human beings have traditionally organized their communities, their marriages, and their families. Right? We, we don't know what removing the bulwarks of tradition will do. Right? We don't know how gay marriage will affect men who are traditionally reluctant to get married now will this make them even more reluctant ostensibly at least a secular person could doesn't at least in the way that it's written he doesn't have the ability to discriminate against gays like you have to be religious but then at the same time also on the well what we're doing here is we're privileging someone who can make a cogent rational explication of their point of view over someone who just has an instinct that uh, they don't want to be associated with something. So someone who just revolts against some new modern liberal way of organizing families and community life, they're not necessarily going to have the most cogent, rational-sounding argument, but having an internal emotional reaction isn't inherently inferior to simply having you know, a well-thought-out, rational response based in religious text, right? You might just feel uncomfortable with making certain websites or baking certain cakes. And why should the high IQ right, be privileged over you? Right? Why should the, those who can make a high IQ case, whatever it is they don't like, why should they have privilege over you? On this ledger, uh, if your religion can't make you racist, is another assumption. So... There's no case in which your religion will tell you to be racist. So that's moot. But your religion... You know, maybe there's no such thing as racism. Uh, maybe there's no such thing as this invented you know, moral horror of uh, discrimination on the basis of race. Right? Maybe people just naturally and healthfully, in many circumstances, simply prefer the company of people like them. And race may be a component of that along with religion, culture, national origin, etc. Religion might tell you not to, to be against gay marriage. Just, as you said, just conservative autism. It's just... 
There's, there's nothing autistic about it. Right? Preferring traditional ways of organizing families and preserving the right to turn down work. Right? That's not autistic. Ridiculous. You know, and it is kind of, it is almost like pro-religion because it's like, you know, if you want to be against gay marriage, you have to thus be joining these Christians. Look, it's just easier to make case against things like gay marriage if you're religious. It's easier to make a case against things like pornography if you're religious. Right? There are a lot of moral stances that are easy to make if you're religious and you can tie it into a religious text. Christian groups. So that you can cite, you know, chapter and verse from a, one of, a, you know, some psalm where he said, you know, Holy Spirit, you know, uh, be before me. Two men can't get married together. Amen. <laughs> Right, so if religion's kind of a foreign language to you, then, yeah, it seems ridiculous that uh, some people base their lives on the teachings of God, what they believe to be God, you know, as opposed to those who, who base their lives you know, on the teachings of the New York Times, which is inherently superior. Go ahead. I hate these people, I hate these people so much, it actually makes me want to join a gay pride Right? There's absolutely no reason to hate people who prefer traditional ways of organizing families and communities. Right. No, especially Shapiro. I mean, the vast majority of his takes are... I'm, I'm starting to sound like Eric Stryker, so I'm going to blame some people, but um, he is so subversive. I mean, obviously, that's good. He is very intelligent. He's just weak. Uh, ben Shapiro is subversive of what? Right. I mean, apparently he's subversive of Apollonian... Apollonianism. Apollonianism. Ooh. What do we have here? All right, so if you're if you're a Christian, right, and uh, you take positions, say, contrary to Judaism or Islam, or contrary to secularism or atheism, you're, you're subversive of those other traditions. Right? If you stand for one thing, right, you're going to be subversive of things that contradict what you stand for. Right? If you love something, you're going to hate that which threatens it. Stupid, but well-meaning Gentile conservatives down the fucking road to ruin with his... Oh, this is what he's doing. He's leading Gentile conservatives down the road to ruin. Well, you can't lead people down an intellectual road unless they are already predisposed to go there. You can't trick people into adopting an ideology that is contrary to their nature. Like Nazism and communism, with all their vast propaganda machines, were not changing hearts and minds. They were reinforcing people who already believed like them, but they weren't making any progress with people who believed differently. And so this, this naive view that you know Ben Shapiro is just bewitching you know, all these Gentile conservatives who are just too stupid to see through his shtick. Right? That's ridiculous. We did not evolve to be gullible. We weren't born yesterday. We, we evolved incredible tools for detecting when other people are trying to manipulate us against our own best interests. And if we didn't have these evolutionary adaptations, we wouldn't be here today. Yeah, I really, I, you're doing well to listen to it, Richard, because I listen to five minutes of it. And, well, it, it's uh, because the liberals say that blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. Next. Right. Yeah, Ben Shapiro is not an intellectual feast. All right? He has an audience of of people who don't want to think too deeply about politics and cultural issues. And he speaks very rapidly, takes the most conservative positions possible. Now he's shallow and glib. 
and you know he's got this upper midwit audience who don't want to go deep. Okay, the arguments people offer aren't the real arguments, right? People almost never say what they mean. They almost never mean what they say, right? It is normal, natural, even healthy that one would be filled with, you know, feelings of abhorrence at, you know, certain visceral sexual practices that are completely contrary to one's own orientation. I think that's pretty normal. <laughs> 